This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice, www.omf.ie. Now, the whole issue of pensions and the demographic time bomb that this country is facing have been much in the news over the last years and indeed decades because it relates to the whole issue of how we're going to provide for pensions for our ageing population. Now, during the week, uh, big announcement Minister Heather Humphreys announces details of an automatic enrolment retirement savings system which is going to benefit uh, people who will be retiring in the years ahead. And also it has big implications for business. I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Ed Kassan, who's Financial Planning Manager at O'Neill Foley Accountants and a specialist in pensions and financial planning. Ed, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks very much, John. Yeah. Now, did I overcook it? Uh, Is it as significant as it's been made out to be in the whole pensions? Uh, I don't think you did overcook it. Uh, uh, It is an extremely positive and very, very major development on the road towards making sure that all of us in Ireland have adequate funds for our old age and our uh, later life uh, and has been worked upon or worked on for many, many years. So it is a major change yeah, in cause strategy. Yeah, because the reality is that the, the balance between um, the number of people working and the number of people re- relying on pensions is changing the whole time. Isn't that a fact? Yeah, at the moment we have, uh, you often heard mention of a what's called a pension time bomb. And basically what that means, that effectively down the road uh, in 25, 30 years' time, there'll be a lot less people working uh, as a ratio of looking after people who are retired. So at the moment there are five people working in Ireland for every one person retired but in about 20 25 years time there'll be as low as three people working for every one person retired we will be the ones who are retired and effectively our children and grandchildren perhaps will be ones supporting us in old age and because people are living longer as well so they need to be uh, supported for longer um, this is a landmark scheme how how are other countries dealing with it and, and you know how how's this on the kind of chart of getting your act together? Well, uh, there has been a lot of talk of an auto-enrolment or mandatory pension system being brought in uh, in Ireland for the last 20 plus years. And uh, an OECD survey uh, done about in 2014 uh, showed that there was only two countries in the OECD who hadn't done something about it, and uh, ourselves and New Zealand. And so we're now coming on board, like everybody else in the OECD, it's good progress and it's something to be to be welcomed. Just Absolutely. let's start explaining it a bit. The press release that I have in front of me says that it's an automatic enrolment retirement savings system, but it also stresses that uh, participation for workers will be voluntary. That seems contradictory. It's automatic, but it's voluntary. Well, it's it's uh, it is automatic, and it is what's known as an opt-out uh, system. Uh, in 2024, uh, January 2024, this uh, automatic enrolment system will 
commence and uh, everybody who is in a situation that they need to be enrolled in it and there's about 750,000 workers in Ireland at the moment who don't have a pension scheme that will be enrolled um, they will be automatically enrolled and after six months there will be a short window uh, in which one can opt out and that's for month in month seven or month eight and opt out of contributing but interestingly and because Ireland has been I suppose very much benefiting from other countries that were ahead of us in terms of setting something like this up uh, Ireland has decided to automatically re-enrol people every two years so over a period of time I suppose um, uh, the, the the workers of Ireland will be uh, perhaps opting out some people but they'll be opting back in again eventually possibly they will just say right I'll just stick with it and keep going for the rest of my working life And what are they actually opting in to and yeah. what does it mean? So effectively, uh, as, as, as your listeners will know, uh, pensions and retirement planning is all about long-term savings. So effectively, the government are saying we're going to do this on a phased basis to stop anybody having a bit of a, a, a sudden dramatic uh, reduction in their earnings. So in 2024, uh, every employee who's in automatic enrolment will start paying in 1.5% of their wages or their salary to the scheme. The employers will match that 1.5% also for the first three years and the government will uh, to start off match uh, one third of the employees so basically 0.5% uh, after three years the employee will start paying in 3% the employer will also do 3% contribution and the government will go to 1% and after six years it goes up to 4.5% from the employee 4.5% from the employer and onwards up to 10 years then in year 10 which is 2034 uh, every, every employee will be automatically paying in 6%. The employers will be paying 6% and the government will be putting in 2%. So effectively, an employee in 2034 will pay in 6%, but their total pot will be 14% per annum being invested. Yeah, so this is a, a rising cost that's coming down the line for employers as yes. well, but there is notice. There's plenty of notice and this is why the phased uh, implementation is a very, very good idea because again, like other countries uh, who may have, uh, or unlike other countries who probably took a, a sudden decision to enrol everybody in a very short period of time at the maximum, the Irish government has decided to do it on a step-by-step, get everybody used to doing it, get the employers used to the uh, the idea, get the employees used to the idea, but not have a, a, a sudden dramatic uh, reduction in, 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 in earnings, profits, etc and uh, it's basically building up to the maximum uh, retirement contributions then after year 10. And is this only relating to people who don't have pensions currently or does it apply apply to every uh, employee? Yeah, good question. Uh, About um, the, the official statistics are about 56% of the population have pension ranges of some description but when you take the public sector out of that uh, there's about 35% only of employees in Ireland uh, or workers in Ireland um, who have some form of a pension arrangement so this is designed to uh, apply for anybody who's over 23 and under 60 years of age where there is no existing pension scheme in place from their employer or indeed uh, they might be doing something themselves. This is for those very significant numbers, as I said, three quarters of a million people who have nothing done. 
And uh, okay, so it, after ten years, uh, the person who has nothing done will be getting six percent of their salary uh, deducted to go into the pension, and equally six percent of the employee uh, a matching contribution from the employer yes. of up to six percent. Will that put people um, who, who've started their own pensions at a bit of a disadvantage if they're not putting in six percent, and if their employer isn't obliged to put in uh, a corresponding amount? Yeah, a good question. I'd say that is the type of um, scenario that is going to be teased out, I imagine, over the next two years. There are some, you know, quirks of, of existing pension arrangements that will have to be just looked at. For example, we would see any employers and many employers who are doing pensions at the moment are paying in typically 5% of salary, which would be quite common, and the employee matches that with 5% of salary. Um, but the the big change here is that the employer in the new world will not have to go and source the pension provider, will not have to worry about anything other than making sure that the payroll system is set up to deduct the money from the employee and automatically pay it in. The government has decided to make sure that the number of providers is going to be limited to four. The charges are going to be quite low, maximum anticipated of 0.5% per annum, which is usually a lot lower than what people pay today. And um, so basically we would see that this is a complementary strategy that fits in beside existing occupational pensions and personal pensions. I imagine over time, John, that over a period of time, maybe over the next 10 to 15 years, there will be some element of blending going on where, you know, probably by 2040, there won't be a huge difference between all types of pensions. Now, um, I saw in some of the coverage during the week that there are going to be four different types, I think high Mm. risk, you know, medium risk, like in private Mm. ones. So are employees going to then be asked Asked, uh, you know, to choose their type of fund, and will that have to go through the employer as well? So the, the 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 main role of the employer here is to make sure that they match whatever the employee is doing based on the one and a half percent and all the rest three uh, percent etc. But the employer doesn't have to worry about where the funds are invested. The employee makes the the decision. Each of the four main providers of these pensions will have the low risk, medium risk, and high risk. But if somebody doesn't know what to do, which there are many people that I would find and and my colleagues in the industry would find look for a lot of advice as to where to put their money. There is what's called a default strategy and a default strategy strategy will be the same for all providers whereby typically if you're young you would be taking a more risky approach towards your investment than you would if you were uh, in your late 50s. Uh, and also a default strategy would be known as a lifestyling strategy where automatically, uh, and automatic I suppose is part of the whole scenario here, but automatically the investment exposure to the markets will uh, be reduced on a monthly basis by an algorithm, which means that when somebody retires at 66 years of age, the month before they retire at 66, usually about 98% of their money is in cash, low risk and 1-2% of, of their money is in markets. So that's what's called lifestyling. It's to avoid a, a 9-11 type scenario where somebody might have unfortunately retired a month after 9-11 in 2001, their fund could have dropped by 30%. Ouch. That doesn't happen anymore if the lifestyling has been adopted and that's what the D 
default strategy will be for all employees, I would say you'll see a significant amount of the employees opting for that. Finally, um, when can employers start to expect to see stuff dropping into their inboxes or mailboxes on this? And is it going to be run through revenue or is there going to be a new organisation? There's a new organisation being set up called the Central Processing Authority and uh, they are going to be responsible for making sure that uh, everybody's on board. If somebody is trying to, uh, for some reason, avoid paying uh, the contributions matching the employees, it will be, I presume, uh, very well monitored and there will be significant penalties. Uh, But the CPA will be the main go-to central portal, if you want to call it that, for all employees. So if uh, an employee decides to go into a uh, provider, just say provider A, uh, and another employee wants to go into provider B, um, the CPA are coordinating everything just to make sure that uh, everything is, is centrally run. So there's again, there's no appetite really from the revenue and the government's point of view for people to be I suppose over over um, uh, overburdened with choice it's going to keep, keep it very very simple and one central portal will do all of the work on behalf of the employees and employers Well good news and uh, good news for future generations uh, Ed Kassan thanks very much for talking us through that and something tells me be talking to you again about it before too long thanks very much Thanks for having me John The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Parcel. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, offering a broad range of business and advisory services to businesses large and small across the southeast.